You're listening to the Nutrition by Lex podcast with Alexis Roberts, a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Nutrition by Lex podcast. I am back again today with another 101 series. So today we're going to be talking about antioxidants. But before I dive into our topic, I kind of want to just touch on the fact that some of you guys are leaving the kindest reviews, and I just want to thank you so, so much Um, I love the fact that you guys are just letting me know and letting future listeners know why you love the show so much. If you haven't gotten the chance to leave a review, if you could please just take an extra couple seconds throughout your day today, as soon as you get done listening to this podcast, or even while you're listening to this podcast, just write a couple sentences, maybe even a couple kind words that can really help benefit the show, um, as well as help just like inform future listeners to know why you guys enjoy watching the show and why they might enjoy watching it as well. But without further ado, I want to talk about how antioxidant benefits our health. So antioxidants are substances that can prevent or slow damage to cells that are caused by free radicals. Um, So these are unstable molecules that the body produces as a reaction to environmental or other pressures. So they're sometimes called free radical scavengers. The sources of antioxidants can be natural or artificial. Uh, Certified plant-based foods are thought to be more rich in antioxidants. Plant-based antioxidants are kind of like phytonutrients or polyphenols, um, like my last Nutrition 101 series. So if you haven't listened to that one on polyphenols, definitely go back and listen to it. It's very interesting, super informative. So the body also produces some antioxidants. So these are known as endogenous antioxidants and antioxidants that come from outside of the body, like our food sources are called exogenous antioxidants. So free radicals, what are they? Free radicals are waste substance produced by cells as the body processes food and reacts to the environment. If the body can't process and remove free radicals efficiently, oxidative stress can result. So this can then harm cells and body function. So free radicals are also known as reactive oxidative species or ROS. You may have heard of them before if you've taken some science classes, but factors that increase the production of free radicals in the body can be internal, such as inflammation or or external, for example, like pollution, UV exposure, and even cigarette smoke. So oxidative stress have been linked to things like heart disease, cancer, arthritis, strokes, respiratory diseases, immune deficiencies, Parkinson's disease, and other inflammatory or ischemic conditions. And antioxidants are said to help neutralize free radicals in our body. So this is thought to boost our overall health. So overall, it's just going to be super beneficial to get these into our diet, right? So speaking of being super beneficial to our diet, we're going to talk about the benefits So like I said before, antioxidants can protect against the cell damage that free radicals cause or also known as oxidative stress. So activities and processes that can lead to overall oxidative stress. So I want to go into a little bit of like where oxidative stress comes from. So these are things like mitochondrial activity, excessive exercise, tissue drama due to inflammation and injury, um, ischema or reperfusion damage. So this is like inflammation damage. Um, consumption of certain foods, especially refined and processed foods like trans fats, artificial sweeteners, um, and certain dyes and additives that are added to a lot of our foods here in America, especially smoking, just like that cigarette smoking, cigarette smoke that we just touched on before 
environmental pollution, radiation, exposure to chemicals such as pesticides and drugs, and this also includes chemotherapy, and then industrial solvents and the ozone. So these activities and exposures can result in cell damage leading to the oxidative stress. So this in turn may lead to a few things. So I'm gonna go over four different things that they could lead to, um, and they all result in oxidative stress. So it could be an excess release of free iron or copper ions, and activation of phagocytes. Um, and phagocytes are a type of white blood cell that have a role in fighting against infection. infection. And then they can also increase the enzyme that generates free radicals and a distribution of electron transport chains. So the damage caused by these oxidative stress triggers pretty much have been linked to cancer, atherosclerosis, and even vision loss. It is thought that the free radicals cause changes in the cells that lead to, the, lead to these and possible other conditions. So an intake of antioxidants is also believed to reduce these risks. So that's a good thing, right? According to one study that I found, antioxidants act as radical scavengers or hydrogen donors or electron donors, peroxide decomposers, singlet oxygen quenchers, enzyme inhibitor, synergists, and metal cleaning agents. Other research has indicated that antioxidant supplements may help reduce vision loss due to age-relating muscular degeneration in older people. Overall, however, there is a lack of evidence that a higher intake of specific antioxidants can reduce the risk of disease. In most cases, results have tended to show no benefit or a detrimental effect, or they have been conflicting results. So this is when it's talking about artificial um, supplementation for antioxidants. So there are different types of antioxidants. Um, there are thought to be hundreds and possibly even thousands of substances that can act as an antioxidant. Each has its own role and can interact with others to help the body work effectively. But an anti quote antioxidant is not really the name of a substance, but rather it describes what a range of substances can do, if that makes sense. <laughs> so some examples of antioxidants that come from outside of the body like you can get from your diet are things like vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, beta carotenes, lysoponine, lutein, selenium, magnesium, and xanthin. So flavonoids, flavonones, catechins, polyphenols, like I mentioned before, I have another episode fully on polyphenols, so you should definitely go listen to that. And phytoestrogens. Estrogens are all types of antioxidants and phytonutrients, and they're all found in plant-based foods. So each antioxidant serves a different function and is not interchangeable with another. This is why it is important to have a variety of diets, which I really cover in that polyphenols episode. So different food sources. The best sources of antioxidants are in plant-based foods, especially fruits and veggies. Foods that are particularly high in antioxidants are often referred to as superfoods or functional food. To obtain some specific antioxidants, try to include the following foods in your diet. So I'm gonna go over just a few of these that touched on the vitamins that I discussed earlier. So starting with vitamin A, you can find vitamin A in things like dairy products, eggs, and liver products. 
as well as like your orange foods like mango, carrots, peaches, um, orange bell peppers, things like that. Vitamin C is found in most fruits and vegetables, especially berries, oranges, and bell peppers. Vitamin E is found in nuts and seeds, sunflowers, and other vegetable oils, as well as leafy green vegetables. Beta carotene is found in brightly colored fruits and vegetables, such as peas, carrots, spinach, and mangoes. Um, beta carotene is what will help with that eyesight and that vision loss. Lysoponine is found in pink and red fruits and veggies, including tomatoes and watermelon. Lutein is found in green leafy vegetables, corn, papaya, and oranges. Selenium is found in rice, corn, wheat, and other whole grains, as well as nuts, eggs, cheese, and legumes. A really simple source to get your daily adequate amount of selenium in your diet is to just eat two or three Brazil nuts. They're so, so high in your and selenium, and especially if you have hypothyroidism, this is going to help a lot. Just add an extra snack of two or three Brazil nuts. They're really big nuts, so it's a perfect size for a snack, and that should really help you out a lot. Other foods that are believed to be good sources of antioxidants include things like eggplants, legumes, such as like black beans or kidney beans, green and black teas, red grapes, dark chocolate. There's an excuse to eat some dark chocolate. You never need an excuse, but if you need one, there you go pomegranates, goji berries, and goji berries and many other food products that contain antioxidants are available in like any sort of health food store um, where you can find superfoods. So if you're a fan of acai or dragon fruit powder and stuff, you could probably find goji berries there. I know Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Harris Teeter, Publix, they're probably all going to have those types of more superfoods to find. Um, so if you have problems looking for them, Honestly, you can order them online at Amazon, Thrive Market, anything along those lines as well. But food with rich, vibrant colors often contain the most antioxidants. Our good sources of antioxidants that you can find pretty much anywhere and it's super easy access to would be blueberries, apples, broccoli, spinach, and lentils. So next I want to talk about the effect of cooking. So cooking particular foods can either increase or decrease antioxidant levels. So lysoponine is an antioxidant that gives tomatoes their rich red color. When tomatoes are heat treated or heated up, the lysoponine becomes more bioavailable. So it becomes easier for our bodies to process and use. So this is actually a good thing for lysoponine foods to, or antioxidants to be heated up because it's easier for our body to process. However, studies that show that cauliflower, peas, zucchini lose a lot of their antioxidant activity when the cooking process occurs. So keep in mind, the important thing is eating a variety of antioxidant-rich foods, raw and cooked. So just make sure you're eating a large variety of food in general. So next I wanna to touch on some of the dietary tips that can increase your antioxidant intake. One tip is to include a fruit or veggie every time you eat, meal and snacks included. So every single time you have a meal or a snack or something, make sure you're also including a fruit or a veggie along with that. Um, have a cup of green or matcha tea every day. So this is a really good suggestion for that like 2 p.m. slump that some of us get into. I know I personally get into one around like two, three o'clock in the afternoon and I go for that like second cup of coffee, I really try to force myself to maybe make a green tea or a matcha latte. It's not going to make you as jittery as coffee and it's not going to keep you up at night and it's 
packed full of antioxidants. So if you can try to make the switch to that and see how your body likes it. Next, I want you to look at the colors on your plate. If your food is mostly brown or beige, the antioxidant levels are most likely gonna be super low. So add in foods with rich colors, such as kale, beets, berries, all of that good stuff. I also talked all about that in my polyphenols episode, cause y'all know I'm a huge fan of just overall eating the rainbow and a variety of food. <laughs> Next is to use turmeric, cumin, oregano, ginger, clove, and cinnamon to spice up the flavor and antioxidant content of your meal. Y'all, this stuff is so good and it's just so easy to add to every meal. So like turmeric, cumin, oregano, ginger, clove, you can pretty much add to like anything you're cooking. Um, I add those to many, many of my meals and then cinnamon, I literally put in everything. Put it in my oatmeal, I put it on top of my waffles, on top of my pancakes, on top of my French toast, in my coffee. I put it on everything, especially in the morning. I just am a huge cinnamon fan. Um, so yes, definitely add turmeric, cumin, oregano, ginger, clove, and cinnamon to spice it up. And then next is snack on nuts, um, nuts, seeds, and especially Brazilian nuts, like I mentioned, um, for your selenium intakes, and then sunflower seeds and dried fruit. But make sure you're choosing dried fruit that's solely dried fruit and there's been no sugar added to it, because trust me, whenever you get dried fruit, there's enough of the natural sugars in it to kick that sweet tooth to the curb, and you'll get your satisfactory sweetness in, and it's still going to be all natural sources. So there is no set daily allowance or RDA for antioxidants, but a high intake of fresh plant-based produce is considered healthful. Now I want to talk about the risks because there are some risks when it comes to supplementation for it. It is worth remembering that while studies link the consumption of fruits and veggies with overall health benefits, it is not clear whether how far this is due to the activity of antioxidants. In addition, Caution is needed when regarding supplements. So supplements, right? The National Institute of Health, or NIH, warned that high dose of antioxidant supplements can be harmful. A high intake of beta carotene, for example, has been linked to an increased risk of lung cancer in smokers. A high dose of vitamin E has been found to increase the risk of prostate cancer and the use of some antioxidant supplements that have been linked to a greater risk of tumor growth. Antioxidant supplements may also interact with some medications. It is important to speak to any healthcare provider before using any of these products. So make sure you're talking to your doctor before you start taking an antioxidant supplement. Overall, research has not proven that taking any particular antioxidant as a supplement or through a food source can protect against diseases. There may be some benefits for people at the risk of age-related macular degeneration, but it is essential to seek advice from your doctors or a dietitian about whether you whether to use supplementation and which ones to use if they do tell you to use them. So this is just an overall warning. Um, honestly, you don't need supplementation. As I've talked about before with Courtney on our other podcast when I talked about nutrition and COVID-19, food first, supplements second. If you're eating an adequate amount of veggies and whole foods and different colors and just a variety of different things, you're really not going to need supplement and you're going to be able to get enough antioxidants in your natural food source. I don't want you guys to stress about needing to get in a lot of supplementation for this. 
if you're having a healthy diet and you're eating different colors of foods, you are fine. I promise you will be 100% okay. You're not going to be depleted in anything and you're going to get an adequate amount. So overall, the takeaway from this episode, I want to just like reiterate everything I kind of said. So free radicals have been linked to a range of diseases, including heart disease, cancer, and loss of vision. But this does not mean that an increased intake of antioxidants will prevent these diseases. Antioxidants from artificial sources may increase the risk of some health problems from supplementation like we just talked about. As a result, it is important to seek out natural sources of antioxidant in the form of a healthful diet. So it's just overall whole foods, fruits, veggies, a bunch of different colors, everything like that. So consuming fruits and vegetables have been linked to lower the rate of chronic diseases and antioxidants may play a role in this. However, it is unlikely that consuming added antioxidants, especially in processed foods, will provide significant benefits. So this is just saying you can't just eat donuts all day all day and take an antioxidant supplement and think it's going to have the same benefits as eating a whole fruits and veggies diet. In addition, anyone considering taking antioxidant supplements, please, please, please speak to your healthcare provider first or a dietitian or someone with a medical license. But yes, that was the quick little antioxidant nutrition 101 series for this week. I hope you guys learned something. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram. I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. Also, I want to remind you guys that I do have my ebook out. It will be linked in the show notes. Go get your abs by Lex ebook. And I am taking coaching clients. So if you haven't yet set up a free consultation with me to figure out if we would be a good match to work together, I would love to help you better yourself and get you closer to those health goals. We can reach those goals together. And if you aren't specifically wanting to put forth the money, so to say, with working with a coach monthly. I am starting an accountability group also. It's going to be a private Facebook group that you can join. It'll be a subscription base. It's super cheap. The first month is only $10. And then after that, it's $25 a month. And this is going to include so much good stuff. So it's going to be a community of people that are working to better themselves. We're going to help encourage and motivate each other by posting videos, questions, um, just quotes, anything that you want to post on there, you will have the free range to post on there to help motivate yourself as well as others. Me personally, I will also be doing live events on there, live Q&A sessions, live workout sessions. I'll post different recipes. Um, there's a place where I can upload files. So I'll do a lot of different fun recipes, easy recipes too. So it's not going to be anything too difficult as well as workouts. Um, but yes, that is going to be another little community that I would love for you to join because I'm so excited to just watch everyone grow and flourish together on there because I know it's going to be such a great, positive, safe, safe place for everyone. So yes, all of that will be linked in the show notes. And then as I mentioned before, I would really appreciate it if you left a review for this show. It really means a lot to me, but thank you guys so much for coming back for another nutrition 101 series episode. And I will talk to y'all again next Wednesday. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all and appreciate your support so much. I'll be uploading a new episode every Wednesday. So make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Follow my Instagram and TikTok at nutrition by Lex for more information and health inspiration.